welcome to the Momgasm podcast. Blending motherhood, self-connection, sensuality, and pleasure. Normalizing what it means to be a mother and a sexual being. On this week's episode of the Momgasm podcast, Sarah and I dive into all things prolapse. Do you know about it? Have you heard about it? Does your friend have it? I don't know, but if you don't, you should probably start talking about it. And here is why. Welcome to this week's episode of the Momgasm Podcast. This week we are, we're, we're diving into all things Words. prolapse. Fuck. Right? Prolapse. It's a bitch. Yeah. But also not. But also not. But also, it doesn't have to be. No. Right? No. It does not. It doesn't have to be. No. So, fuck it. Let's just get right into this this week. Fuck. I mean, we've been sitting here for what, like an hour, yeah. I think, and we just keep like diving into <laughs> all of the things that we want to talk about. So it makes so much more sense to just fucking hit record and talk. Get into it. Talk about it. Let's just talk about it. Because this is the thing. This is the thing that I want to preface with this particular episode. Like, this is not the only time that we're going to talk about prolapse. We are going to end up talking about prolapse numerous times because mm-hmm. there's A, it's not talked about enough, yep. if ever. Preach. And B, there's so much information out there when it comes to prolapse mm-hmm. and so many different avenues and opportunities of potential healing and repair and recovery um, that I want to give us the opportunity to get into so that we can have this like hub of information for people and have different Mm -hmm. experts experts in that work in this area um, so that we can get into the information and let it be available to everybody. Because it's like, I know for me personally, like the amount of things that I have learned, that's the prolapse is the reason that this program, this program, this program, (laughs) this program, are we PBS now? I was just going to say, are we PBS? (laughs) I love PBS. But the reason that this podcast started like it, mm. it it had a huge hand in it and i mean especially now fucking hell, especially man. now which we'll get into <sighs> stories in in a minute but for me the amount of information that i've learned and also how my eyes have been opened up to like the misinformation and like the giant gaps that are out there mm-hmm. Is wild, and I really, I really just want to be able to help people get connected to the right method of support for them because prolapse is one of those things where you never hear about it until you're in it or until somebody like very close to you, right? Yep, is in it. Yeah, but but the fucking thing is that one in two of us will experience it at some point in our lives. Mm-hmm. So why in the hell? Are we not talking about it and getting taught ways to like care for our vagina mm-hmm. and our anatomy, our fucking amazing, epic, life-giving anatomy mm-hmm. from the time we're little? Mm-hmm. 
which yeah. is what I plan on doing with my kids. I've started doing it already with, uh, well, very recently with Henry um, in regards to his pelvic floor because he can get a hernia. And because, oh, it was yeah. today, he was on the bed and he was um, half naked, uh, naked from the waist down, and he pushed out a fart. And I looked at him and I was like, baby, don't push out your fart. So I was yeah. like, it's not good for your pelvic floor. And then Oliver chimed in and, and I was just like, holy shit, this is it. This is the beginning of this. Right? Like, you know. I'm going to keep teaching him yeah. about this. Don't push out your farts. Let him slide yeah. right out. And then I kept saying, I was just like, let it slide out. Don't push out your poops. Like, all that other stuff. And Though, I will. It's funny. Like, I I hear the don't push out your poops a lot. But I had a really interesting conversation with my pelvic floor physiotherapist. And I actually ended up having a lot of problems because of the don't push out your poop story. Okay. Um, where I ended up getting backed up and constipated because I was so terrified. Oh, I was so that. terrified about not pushing. Yeah. That I was like constricting. Right. And then things would get hard and then it was a nightmare mm. and it's like which makes prolapse so much worse mm-hmm. if you're backed up. So it's like the we had this really great conversation of it's not it's not that you can't help get things started or nudge yeah. a little bit. It's the, Just don't be, like, grunting. Don't hold your breath. And, like, you should, yeah. your face shouldn't be turning red. Like, there should be no um, extenuous force. But, like, yeah. breathing out your yeah. bowels. Your bowels? No. Just the poop. Just uh, the poop that is well, That's what I was doing today. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. So... I guess I should just dive in to what... Well, do you want to start with your story or do you want to start with my story? I'll start with mine because it literally has happened today. I know. It's, you're like right in the <laughs> fucking thick of it. And so, I mean, it's interesting because it's like I've been experiencing this for nine months now. Mm-hmm. And we thought I was the only one out of the two of us. But it turns out... Segue to you. Ta-da! <laughs> Thanks, universe. Thank you. <laughs> Segway to today, uh, I was diagnosed with a prolapse. Yeah. Fuck. It's right. weird saying that out loud. Right. This is like the first time I said it out loud. Right. And the weird thing is, is that um, Lindsay and I were talking about this earlier when we first arrived. The doctor. So I'll just run you through what happened today. So I became aware that something was going on with my vagina over the past two weeks i uh when i first heard about Lindsay's prolapse and learned everything i could from her about prolapse because mm. i absorbed all the information because i realized this was something no one ever talked to me about and i was scared of it happening to me and i thought jesus everyone needs to know about this right. and i was talking to every woman that i could talk to about prolapse oh me fucking too so i was aware of it and over the last few months i've been noticing some strange things. I was noticing pressure in my vagina Mm. when I was having a bowel movement, but it was never to an extent where it made me need to look at anything. Mm. It was just like, yeah, a little bit of pressure. I should stop pushing and get off the toilet. I've been here for too long on my phone. I should get up now. Yeah. Um, and then literally over the last couple weeks, I was having this distinct feeling of having a tampon inside of my vagina. Mm. And I thought, Jesus Christ, what is this? I don't have a tampon in my vagina. Why does it feel like I have a tampon in my vagina? So I just kind of kept pushing it back. I was just like, no, it's fine. It's fine. Not, nope, not going to give it, not going to give into this. 
And then last weekend, it got it got really uncomfortable. I was on the toilet. I was having a bowel movement, and uh, something felt wrong. And I got out the mirror, and I was like, Sarah, suck it the fuck up and look. Mm. Looked, and I saw a bulge. Uh, just in the open opening of my vagina, um, towards the lower part, like near my rectum, yeah. there was a bulge. And I was like, okay, gotta be honest, I've never looked at my vagina while sitting on the crapper. <laughs> I do every damn day! I, okay, I should start doing this. Yeah, you will. But I, this was not a regular occurrence in my life, okay? Like, I just, I didn't think to have a poop and then look at my vagina. <laughs> <laughs> to but, be honest, I was too busy looking at my fucking phone. So. But like the majority of the majority of people listening to this, that they would probably have the same yeah. response. And it's like it wasn't until I mean I did I did get into like pussy gazing and all of this stuff yes. before um experiencing prolapse, like yeah. when I was pregnant. Yeah. But now that now that I have been living with prolapse, like I'm anytime things are feeling off, I will take out my mirror and it's usually when I'm on the toilet. Yeah. And like What's going on? Okay. Well, we okay? now this is going to be a regular right? thing for me. I've already like I have the mirror now just by the toilet. Oh, like, that's it's where I was, with, have yeah. you seen ours? Yes. <laughs> so I see the lump. I go downstairs. I look at Oliver. I'm like, I think I have a prolapse. And he was like, What? It's like, Yeah. I I uh, yeah. Just give me like half an hour. Mm. Went on Google. Started googling stuff. Down the Google rabbit hole. Down the Google rabbit hole. And I was like, Ooh. I think I have a recto seal prolapse. And then I think I messaged you that night. Yeah, you did. And then you were like, yeah, girl, I think you've got a recto seal prolapse. I was like, fuck. All right, I'm going to call the doctors on Monday. So I, I, in that moment, I wanted to be like, welcome to the club. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise, you're in it. Surprise. <laughs> Woo, membership is free as fuck. <laughs> Except for all of the methods of treatment that yeah, you will yeah, go yeah. into. So not really. Not really. <laughs> so... Fast forward to today, um, so I had this knowledge, I was really nervous about today, I was trying not to be too upset about it, I was just kind of like, kind of just indifferent about it, yeah. because knowing you, I, you know, I didn't feel like there was something to be afraid of, mm. it was just the unknown, Yeah. and like I said to you earlier, the only thing that made me sad was the feeling of being uncomfortable, Yeah. and it was really bad this week. So fast forward to today, I get to the doctor's office and, um, funny thing is, is as I'm waiting, I'm thinking, shit, like I better get a female doctor. Like I better see my doctor who is female. All the doctors who are coming out are female. So I'm thinking, fuck yeah, it's a bunch of females today. Right on. Yeah, ladies. And then my doctor's a fucking guy. (laughs) The only fucking guy in the goddamn office. Did you ask for him? No. But I, but the, 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 the receptionist says, she's like, okay, you're going to see your family doctor. We're going to make sure that she's the one looking at you. So yeah, I, you totally could have asked. Especially sh- if it's students, though. Yeah, I, but I did, but the, usually they don't say that. Usually like, okay, we're going to check to see which resident is available. But they didn't say that. Just like, all they said was, Dr. Thompson will be available, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Like, Woo-hoo. So I was like, sweet. Nope, didn't happen. Fuck. So I was like, I start walking. I'm like, hey, how's it going? And I'm like, oh, we're fuck. going spelunking in my vagina today. Uh, and like, you know, most of the guys, most people who've given me pap smears have been men. So, you know, whatever. But would have preferred it to be a woman this well, time. Well, especially around. with something like this. Like, it's such a. Yeah. It's a delicate. It's, it's when you want to have a mother's hands. Yeah. And it's my first appointment. My right? first appointment about it. Yeah. 
So I get in there and I sit down and I'm like, all right, like just suck it up, Sarah. Like just put on your big girl pants and let's get actually let's take get them off. This. Yeah, take them off. Yeah, <laughs> take off your big girl pants. Get on the table. Spread them wide, girl. <laughs> so he starts asking me the questions and it was fine. It's fine. And then he gets to the question of, um, so has there been any changes with your discharge? I look at him, just like, I look at him and say, I'm a woman. My, my discharge changes weekly. Yeah. And he just looks at me with a blank look. I'm like, uh, it's not atypical right now. I was like, it's creamy with like a tinge of yellow, white. I was like, do you need any more information? I love it. And he was just like, no, no, that, that's good. Thank you. He's like, that's more than I uh, anticipated. (laughs) Yeah. So then he's like, okay, we're going to perform an exam. I'm going to get Dr. Thompson to come in. She's going to be with me. We'll perform the exam and then we'll talk about it. So I get down on the table. They take fucking forever. And so as I'm lying there, I'm just like, just meditate for a little bit. Did they get you to cough or anything or? They got me to bear down. So they come back and uh, he tells me, so he says, "Um, what we're going to do first is we're going to look at your vagina. We're going to get you to bear down and then we're going to perform like a pap smear and we're going to take a look inside. Yeah, manual. And then, yeah. Yeah. So I bear down a couple of times while they're looking. They're not really saying anything. And then they do, they have the speculum, I think it's called. They perform like the pap smear thing. And then, so they were like, well, you have your legs open. Let's yeah. just take a swab anyway. Yeah. And then they, Dr. Thompson uh, said to him to actually try to feel, see if he could feel my cervix. And uh, well, yeah, yeah, they have to, to make sure yeah. that it wasn't uh, yeah. urine. Yeah, so he couldn't feel my cervix, but um, he felt that there was a lump inside of my vagina. Mm. And I was like, okay. And all before they did this, I was telling them, I was like, I, I know you guys aren't going to see what I saw. I was like, because it only, comes, it only came out when I was on the toilet. Mm-hmm. I was like, when I looked later on that day, when I was lying down on my bed, I couldn't see it anymore. No, and it's like, and this is, this is, uh, this is the thing that's so frustrating where it's like, and even in like birth, the amount of position, like the, the, the one position that we're put in for anything like this is like on our backs. Yeah. And with everything, like, everything. Like, yeah. A, it's disempowering as fuck. Yeah. And B, it's like, especially with a prolapse, I'm like, that's like the one position where it's not usually visible. Like I was expecting them when they said to get you to bear down, I thought they meant that I was literally going to squat and bear down and then they take a look and I was like it's gonna be weird but that's the only way you're gonna see it it would be more helpful yeah or even if they just got you to pull your legs up in like right line child's pose right because that's when it's like hello I'm here so they as you know they didn't diagnose me with a prolapse they said he said to me you have a cystocele and possibly a rectocele and I was like, I looked at him, I was like, but that's a prolapse. He's like, no, you don't have a prolapse. They're not prolapse. They're not falling out. They, um, it's just a, it's just a weak, they're just weak. And I was like, okay, so I'm good. He's like, yeah, just do your Kegels. He's like, you could go see a pelvic floor therapist if you want. I'm like, no, I do. I, can you please give me a referral? Cause yeah. in the back of my mind, I'm like, I feel like this is, I need a second opinion. Like mm-hmm. this is not going the way I thought it was going to go. So he gives me the, the, the referral, pass me on the back, I leave, I am thinking. And it's like that impression of like, 
oh yeah, nothing's wrong because nothing's actively falling out of yeah, your nothing's vagina. A, yeah, nothing's so, falling out. Yeah, they said to me, they're like, it's not prolapse because you don't need surgery. Which is fucking bullshit. I was like, uh, 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 yeah. <laughs> so I, it's funny because you sent me this text message. I, I raged out for about 45 I minutes. I knew it because you didn't text me back for the longest time. I, my friend was here though and I like, I was like, I am so fucking angry right now. Yeah. It is ridiculous because it's like, if you were any other woman who's not going to advocate for herself yeah. and is like, oh, my doctor's telling me that I'm fine. Yeah. Come back when it, like, if it gets worse, which if you're doing nothing and you're continuing your life. And not adjusting in any way, it's gonna fucking get worse. Yeah. So then you're gonna be in a position where like your connective tissue is more stretched out. Yep. There's more healing that needs to be done, and the likelihood of you being able to like manage in the same way goes down incredibly, and your discomfort is gonna be so much higher. Yeah. So it's like it's it's so fucked to me, and it like it it's so frustrating because it's like. When I, I diagnosed myself first, Mm -hmm. similarly to you. And it's like, I diagnosed myself. I knew something was off because it's like, A, you feel it right away. You're like, you're like, there's this heaviness. Something is off. Like you feel, it's, you feel this. And I mean, we're both very body aware people, like in tune with our energy, Mm -hmm. in tune with our bodies, checking on our regular basis. Yeah. So I don't know if this is true for everyone. Mm -hmm. But for me, for sure, and I think the majority of people, like, this is something that all of us can access, is this body awareness where it's, like, I feel and I felt this instability in my pelvic region. Like, this, like, this, like, I'm uneasy and I don't feel safe. Yeah. And this was, like, before I even knew what was going on. But Mm -hmm. I was, like, I know something's going on. And then I was, like in my vagina, I was feeling around, I was looking, I was trying all these different positions and looking and touching and feeling and, and this was, so it, ha- I'm pretty sure mine happened eight days after um, my, I gave birth and it was like, a, a, I'm like 99% sure that it was a trauma induced thing mm-hmm. where it's like I had this big traumatic experience happen um, eight days after gave birth and it was like I up until that point I had been feeling amazing like I had been healing great I was like I stayed in bed almost the entire time other than like well that's not true I was dealing with almost mastitis like I remember that stuff but for the most part I was like staying in bed and I was chilling and it was fine and then this thing happened it's like my bleeding had stopped and then I had this massive bleed as soon as this like traumatic thing happened and like it's, it's like with that massive bleed from that point on, and I had all of this instability mm-hmm. and like, it was really strange. Like it was super weird, but I was like, I'm like, something's just not right. And then I had known about prolapse a little bit before because mm. somebody, I think somebody had mentioned it to me or I had read it somewhere and then it started popping up in these weird places. And I was like, mm. why is this popping up for me? And I kept having this reoccurring feeling. Like, I remember saying it as I was manifesting my birth. Um, I was like, I really want... I, I was like, I really want to read about prolapse. And I think I need to. And it was really strange. This is before you gave birth before to Before I gave birth. And I was like... 
I don't know why, but I really feel like I need to do this. And I like went and started reading about it and then it happened and I'm like, okay, I get it now. That's right. It was super, it was super weird. Um, because that was the only like, I don't want to say negative, but like perceived negative thing that I Mm -hmm. researched when it came to like preparing for my birth, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which is like the most random thing. Yeah. Uh, but I was like, I really need to know about this. <laughs> I don't know why, but I do. Mm. And then it happened, and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, so when I went in, um, and this is this is where I get frustrated and annoyed, like with the lack of nobody's talking about it. Yes. So nobody knows to like look for it or think about it or see it. And when we go in for this bullshit six week, let's check if you're fine appointment, which I have so many other issues that I can talk about with that in itself, um, which I won't, I will, I will refrain. <laughs> you're going to rein it I in. I will refrain from that right now. But with, um, with that, they're not screening for prolapse. And they're also not screening for, like, diastasis recti either. And that's a huge thing that we experience as mothers. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just, there's so much that's missed. They're literally just checking out your stitches. Yeah. That's all they're doing. And asking about your breastfeeding or how, how the baby is. Yeah. Right? Like, it's, oh, let me look at your stitches. Have they dissolved? Okay, bye. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't have any stitches, so mine, yeah. But, like, why are... There was just no That's not helpful. That's no. not helpful. So when I went in... I straight up looked her in the face and I was like, I'm pretty positive that I'm experiencing a prolapse. I need you to check for me. And she was like, oh yeah, okay. Like I, I'll, I'll check around. Cause my, someone in my family, <laughs> maybe I won't out them. No. Maybe I won't out them. <laughs> no. But someone in my family has, um, a third degree prolapse that they had just started talking to me about like that week. And I was like, okay, like this definitely needs to be talked about and this is when I was like so many women are experiencing this and I've never like never heard about this never talked about like what the fuck is wrong Mm -hmm. with people why are we like I don't understand and so she checked and she did similarly to you she I think right away she was like oh yeah like there it is like it's just a little like bladder prolapse no big deal she's like while I'm while I'm in here I'm just going to check, like, your um, anterior and your posterior, and then I'm going to check your cervix and make sure you don't have uterine prolapse, too. So there's, like, there's rectocele, um, which is your rectum, cystocele, which is your bladder, and then there's uterine prolapse, which is when, like, your cervix comes down because your whole uterus is coming down. And um, another good friend of mine is actually experiencing that right now. Uh. I cannot tell you the amount of people in the last three weeks that have messaged me about prolapse they're like oh fuck this is happening to me and i'm like what is in the ethers right now that everyone is experiencing prolapse um that being said we're going through this like massive sexual revolution mm-hmm. so eh. airing out all the trauma <sighs> that's in our pussies um which is why we're doing this podcast mm-hmm. one of the many reasons but mm-hmm. she like I think what she did is she, so we, we did like, she like bear down and then she actually got me to cough, which is, I think is way more helpful. Yeah. They didn't ask me to cough. Way more helpful. But she like put, she, I think, I 
know if it was like a stick or what the fuck she had in me because I was kind of not paying attention totally. Um, I mean, stick. I was. Just I mean, a branch I, from outside. I mean, it was, but they put the fucking sheet over, which is the dumbest thing ever. I had the I'm sheet, like, yeah. Because I'm like, can I just not wear this? Because I would rather actually see what you're doing. Yeah, fair point. And like... Who are we hiding my vagina from? I know. It just feels so sterilized, honestly. But really, who are we hiding my Uh, vagina from? Because I see this thing every damn day. Right? Yeah. Why do I need a weird fucking sheet? Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. I have so many weird things that I'm, like, (laughs) clearly pissing me off about the medical system. But I... She put something in me and she's like, bear down to check my... To make sure that my um, uterus didn't move. And then she was like, yeah, it's like... Just a little, like, bladder prolapse. I could see it. It's fine. No big deal. Uh, it's just a sister seal. Like, nothing to worry about. Uh, do some Kegels. Live about your life. It's totally fine. No big deal. To which I was like, mm, no. Yeah. I want to see a physio. Like, I want to see somebody. Mm-hmm. And I want to be proactive about this. Because, like, no. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, I was like, especially because of this person in my life. Yeah. I want to be proactive. She's like, okay, so that's fine. And then I, like, I asked her a few questions because I didn't know how long it was going to be for me to see the pelvic floor physiotherapist at Synergy. They're great. Uh, plug. <laughs> <laughs> but they were. It was really, it was a fantastic experience in so many ways. But I, <laughs> I asked her this question because I was like, Part of what like helped me identify it is I went to I went to one yoga class and I felt amazing and then I went to another one shortly after I was like whoa nope mm. definitely not something's going on mm-hmm. and I was like so can I do yoga mm-hmm. she's like yeah as long as you're like engaging your core is what she told me utter bullshit not true actually one of the worst things that you can do because if I'm just engaging my core I'm increasing the pressure in my abdominal abdominal cavity Mm -hmm. it's got really hard there for a second which is going to force all the pressure down right which is going to be in my prolapse like that Mm -hmm. right so I was like so when I engage my core because I've been doing this over the past week it was something I learned from my physiotherapist when I was pregnant with Roland um, is like you breathe out so or no you breathe in you fill up your belly and this was in regards to when I would have to lift up something. Yeah. So breathe in, fill up Pussy your belly. First. Breathe out and just like, you know, empty your belly, suck it in, like hold in like you're about to fart, but you hold it in and then you go up. Then you lift up. So that's what I've been doing for the past week because I wasn't practicing it ever since I had Roland. And I'm, I'm like, Ollie will tell you, I'm like a Hulk. Like I just lift heavy things that no one else can lift and I Probably somehow do it. Do I'm going to stop doing it. Ollie, if you're listening, I promise. <laughs> I hear you. I promise. I'm not going to do it anymore. I promise not to Hulk out. So what I like, what I do is essentially like a diaphragmatic breath if I have to lift anything. So it's like in similar inhale all the way down actively relax my pelvic floor and then as I exhale first thing that tightens is my pelvic floor and then it tightens like all the way up and then I lift yeah so So it's like it's like yeah but if you're just going in the middle Mm -hmm. everything all of the energy is going down just going down right like is like a like a string you're just like right and then like with yoga there's there's so many 
things that are like fundamentally triggering for squats so not no not necessarily it's been but yes if you actively have a prolapse but it can actually also be helpful if you have tight pelvic floor muscles which which can also cause Mm -hmm. prolapse um i digress um i but like tucking of the tailbone and like yeah the the open stances so like opening of the hips um we were talking about this at your right? birthday. The posture thing, right? And yeah, you were talking about in yoga because like a masculine... It's bu- yeah, right, it's built for men, which right. don't have a big lumbar curve. Like yeah, we do, like curve. we have this more exaggerated curve so that our pelvic organs are in the spaces that we're supposed like to Like you said, look at a little girl, a toddler. Look at her well, posture. Her butt yes goes and, out. Yes and no. So it's like there's... It'll start to develop over time, mm. um, but their bellies is what you can look at. So their bellies are really soft, soft, and, yeah. and then like as we get older, we kind of start to like Suck it we in. actively do this yeah, and we, we close it. things off. So instead, it's like loosening and then like drawing in of the lower ribs instead. Yeah. So it's like I'm, yeah. I'm and I'm lifting. Wait, it's weird. I can't, it is weird. I can't explain it right now. No, but honestly, like, Lindsay, every since. Your birthday party, since you said that, I have been actively trying to fix my posture and how I stand every day because that's exactly how I stood, was just straight. You suck it in, you hide your butt, you do whatever you have to do, you go, you're just a fucking bored. Mm. And then since you said that, I've been trying to let my curvature come out, loosening my Mm -hmm. my belly, stop trying to hold it in all the time because it creates tension all throughout my body when Mm -hmm. I do that, when I'm constantly trying to hold everything in. Yeah. And also when you're sitting. So it's like yeah. sitting, on a, sitting on the floor is so much So the way I'm sitting is it so incorrect? It's not great. <laughs> it's, not, it's not fucking great. But <laughs> how should I be sitting? Like this? Well, you, well it's like ideally with a cushion if okay, so many of us have lost the ability to like sit flat on the floor. Yeah, I can't sit. But it's like chest proud, belly soft, and like you can feel so that. awkward. <laughs> Because I don't do it in my pants. I, pants are, that's another thing we can get into. Like the issue of like the pants that causes so yeah. much inward and downward pressure. Suction. Right? So mm-hmm. it's like, you will see me all of the time now undoing my pants anytime I sit down. Like even if I'm in public. <laughs> that's why I changed what I was wearing. Because I knew I was going to be sitting and I was like, I don't want to sit with my pants wide open yeah. right now. So I'm going to change what I'm wearing. Um, but anyway, back to the medical system for a hot minute because we totally went off. Um, <laughs> fuck them. It's just... They are not specialists. They're not trained in this. So advocate for yourself. Advocate for yourself. Advocate for yourself. Advocate for yourself. And this is why I got so fucking angry when they were like, no, you don't have a prolapse. You have a prolapse, but you're fine. Mm -hmm. I was like, that is the most ridiculous bullshit. Because if you were anybody but Sarah, you probably wouldn't have said anything and just Mm -hmm. gone home Mm -hmm. and be like, it's fine. Well, if I didn't know you and my family member who also has a prolapse, you're right. I would have taken that as the God's word, you know, whatever, and I would have went home. And right, I don't have to worry about anything. Stress is yeah. relieved. Woo. Because you know what, Lindsay? I did go home and I said to Ollie, I said, I don't have a prolapse because I wanted to believe it. And then yeah. when you said, Sarah, sister seals a prolapse. That's why I didn't answer you. you no, but what you time. did was you, you uncovered what I already knew. I already knew coming out of that that... He was full of shit. Yeah. I didn't feel totally understood. I kept telling them that 
lying on my back. They weren't going to see it. You don't feel it. seen. Yes. Abso-fucking-lutely. It just... Yeah. So, that because I asked for the referral to the pelvic floor therapist, that was me. That was... I knew. That yeah. was the part of me, the subconscious part of me, was like, Sarah, you know you have yeah. throw-ups, babe. But the other thing that's interesting is the the pelvic floor physiotherapist cannot diagnose you. Oh. So, like, that was the first thing when I walked in where I was like, yeah, hey, like... I have this going on. And she's like, well, I can't tell you, um, but I can assess like your, your muscular and structure and like talk to you about symptoms and, and help support you from there. Mm -hmm. But like, they can't be like, yes, that is a, Mm -hmm. you do 100% have a a prolapse. So that's the, my family member who has a prolapse, she, instead of going to a family doctor, they, she just booked an appointment with a gynecologist. Hey everyone, it's Sarah here. Slight intermission from the conversation, but Lindsay and I ended up saying one of our family members' names and decided to cut that out for their privacy. But then we went to record again. We actually forgot to plug our mic back in. So we apologized for the next two minutes. It sounds like absolute shit. Be prepared. So um, the person in my family who has a prolapse, she actually, instead of going to... A family doctor she went to a gynecologist um and that was the right choice to do because right away they're just like yeah you've got this this and this she had three three she does have three prolapses and um and you know they told her about everything that they could they could do one shitty thing that one person said to her i think it wasn't even like the doctor i think it was like the receptionist or a nurse i think it was a nurse just take it all out yes that's what she said she's yeah, just that's, like that's what the person yeah, in my family's doing before the doctor oh which is really, and not to, okay, this isn't from like a place of judgment or anything, but for me, like the, the, you're creating more space for things to fall. Mm. Like we're, we're built with all of these, like we're like a finite puzzle piece. Mm. So it's like in my mind, if you're taking something, if you're taking literally the foundation out won't more things just That's what and she fall? said. Yeah, Crystal Michael, that's what she said. She's like, why would I, afterwards, she didn't say it to the nurse, but afterwards when we're talking about it, she's like, why would I do that? She's like, it, that's what's holding it all in. Like, yeah. that doesn't make sense to me. Right. And I was like, yeah. I was like, first of all, it's really fucked up that that's the first thing she said was, yeah, you're probably going to get a hysterectomy. Yeah. Like, wow, way to make her feel good. Yeah. Way to make her feel at ease, you dumb fuck. <laughs> You piece of shit! Like, seriously! Bedside fucking manner! Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I couldn't believe that. That was really fucking shitty. And so shitty. But yeah, that's like... Yeah. So for me, the person in my family, that's that's the... They're very much of the mindset of like, give me anything mm-hmm. medical, take it out, I don't want to deal with it anymore. Um, which for me, I'm like, I don't... I don't know. I would be concerned, like long term, what other problems are you creating, or potentially yeah. creating, yeah. if you're taking that foundation out. So, so it's like, for me, I'm I'm more of the mindset and belief of like, well, how do we then instead support the structural foundation yeah. and heal the structural foundation? Um, 
through like course correction. Did we not plug the mic in? So, uh, Mike's back. Sorry for the awkward, like, three to five minutes of tinny, less than sexy audio. Uh, uh, we're tired. We're really sorry. <laughs> like, honestly, we're really fucking tired. I know, but it was, it's, uh, this is, this is, this is the shit that we want to keep in because we yeah. want to remind you that we are fucking moms yes. and women and humans. And, uh, sometimes we fuck up and forget to plug in the mic. Frequently we fuck up <laughs> we really on a do. regular basis. And like, that's the joy of doing this. Cause we're just peeps like you. Yeah. Um, anyway, I was in this like really deep you were like fucking philosophical life moment of like it was and i was like structure intention let's support the structure let's Mm -hmm. do the things um but yeah that's like that's my belief system and that like makes sense to me and that's why i think well how different would things be if we were all talking about this and we all had this knowledge and we're actively doing things for like holistic pelvic care from babies to death yeah yeah right yeah and like learning to care for your pelvis and your amazing pelvic organs through the different seasons yeah and like also through the different stages of womanhood of like maiden matron crone because like menopause and stuff the like hormones are so vital and they like a big part of where mine is right now is like it's very my my belief and like so far everyone in in the prolapse world that I have talked to um has been like yeah that makes sense that it's like an issue of like your estrogen is so low that the the tissues are so so soft and not as strong because mm. it's like low low estrogen will do that so it's it's that like not being able to like bounce back which is a shitty term oh snap back fuck you right but like actually mm-hmm. not able to to bounce back yeah. in the sense that like i don't have that elasticity no and sponginess in my in these tissues that i normally just wear. all over your body right you know in but general, also yeah but, but i anyway. mean like also yeah. like sorry. physically for like connective tissue yeah. less less like diet culture bullshit yeah sorry more, like, i was going there. i know I'm i was sorry. like no so reel it in reel it in i'm like i'm saying this in like a good in a like physiologically what these particular these particular tissues should would typically do it's like they do have a lot of give and stretch and and can like bounce back but they they lose that like vitality and springiness if your estrogen is lower Mm -hmm. um so like going through pregnancy the second time around like going straight pretty much from nursing into pregnancy into having um fallon and then having that like traumatic experience that was like, and everything dropped. Um, my my tissues just don't have the elasticity that or strength that they would normally have to like mm-hmm. recover and bounce back in that sense. Mm-hmm. So it's it's very much like hormones have been playing a big part in like my my management and recovery process, mm. which is interesting. And it's like these are the kind of conversations that I want to be having of like. Well, what can, what can we do for like better better support of like hormones throughout all of these different stages and how that affects our pelvis and pelvic organs and so, the rest of our body and all of this really interesting stuff and also alignment and yeah. like physical things and like emotional spiritual things right which okay. is so you're, you're leading into that <laughs> right? what I want to say which is I was like you have a huge piece of this that that they, yeah. yeah so. 
and I would, I think you and I need to talk about this a lot more, oh, whether sure. on or off the podcast, Absolutely. but, um, cause this is something I've only just realized today. Um, Lindsay and I were talking earlier and in my, the, so after my doctor's appointment today, after talking to Lindsay and when Lindsay went silent for a few hours, <laughs> what, what, it's because like <laughs> I was going through all of this, like fuck the system, yeah. whatever. And I was like, that's not what she needs right now. So I'm yeah. uh, I'm like. I'm just going to like, well, I, I, knew don't, something I, was like, well I don't know if you know this, <laughs> Yeah, but it's just, that's all you had to say is because you, you brought out the truth that right? I knew. And then I was like, I'm going to just step back. I'm not going to yeah. say any PubMed articles or anything. <laughs> I'm going to just, I'm going to let a bitch breathe. <laughs> I love you. Thank you. Love you too. You knew exactly what I needed and you did it. So thank you. You're welcome. I, I wrote a lot of other things and was uh, like, no, not what she needs. No, take it back. Nope. Not the time. Uh, <laughs> So while there was that silence, and I knew what you were going, I, I sensed it. I was like, all right, Sarah, you know that this is the truth. You know you're prolapsed, so let's go do the research. Let's do some more research. So I started the, the, the Google, the Google rabbit hole. and uh, Which I don't, like, I, I don't often recommend no, Googling the no. things. Especially graphic imagery. Oh, no. Don't do it. Oh, Sarah. But, yeah. but... <laughs> The, the, it can be a useful tool if you're looking from that, like, I want to look at all of the different sources, yes. not just take the first fucking thing I read as the word of God. Yeah. Or whoever. Yeah. Um, yeah, like. Just get a kind of a broader perspective. Yeah. So that's what I did. And I was going through all these different pages. I was comparing information, like just, you know, making sure that this was what I thought it to be. I'm going to look at Sister Sill on like eight different websites. Yep, like, oh, it is. It is. <laughs> and I was like, fuck you, Lindsay. No. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do it. Well, maybe a little bit. That's I was, it was, fuck. I was sour about it. I know you were. That's why I was like, I'm going to let a bitch breathe. Because anyway. So on one of the page, one of the, the pages. The pages. The pages. <laughs> I was scrolling through it. I think it was a rectocele one. Mm. And they were talking about, like, things that you could be doing that could have brought on your prolapse. Yes. And one of them, I only just glanced at it very briefly, was sexual trauma as a child. Mm. And it just popped out at me. And I was like, not gonna put my energy into that. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. And shut it down. Shut the fuck down. <laughs> And so I shut it down and only until I got here and then I told you and then I started piecing it together mm. and then hearing what you just said, uh, am I starting to have a bit of a, a mind blowing moment? Um, I think I shared in one of the episodes that I did have sexual trauma as a child, but the weird thing is, is I only just realized this tonight with Lindsay over the last few weeks like I'm gonna say maybe just this month, like the I last four like weeks. Three to four weeks. Yeah, yep. I've been doing like really intense soul stuff that have been around my trauma, and it's been a lot of stuff that's been very painful. It's very challenging. Mm. I've been crying more than I ever have in the last however many fucking years, <laughs> and it's like torrential crying. Like I can feel it in my womb. Mm. And no, I just want to come hold you while you weep. Fuck, man. Like, it's it's been brutal. But it needs to happen, and I've been letting it happen. And the weird thing is, is that a lot of my emphasis when I'm meditating 
a lot of it is being put on my vagina and my womb because mm. I can feel this heaviness, this trauma, this pain that has always been there and I've never dealt with mm. since I was a little girl. And now all of a sudden I have a prolapse and I don't know how to piece this together. Mm. And like when you were talking about the inner seasons and your period and like relating that to your prolapse and like how to take care of yourself, I'm like I'm just right now I'm having like this whole... I think I'm going to, I think for the next couple of weeks, I'm going to be <laughs> journaling the shit out of this. Yeah. So like, as if I didn't already have a whole lot to be journaling about. Right. Fuck man. Like, yeah. So anyway, there's that. So besides, you know, being a Hulk and hulking out all the time, I did know that you hold trauma in your vagina. But like I said to you, I didn't have an experience of physically seeing that trauma come mm. out. I've only just felt the trauma. Yeah. You know, I've placed my hands there. I've seen it in my meditations. I've, I see it on a spiritual level. Mm. But now it's actually there on a physical level. My vagina is actually in pain and it hurts. Like, it's mm-hmm. like weeping for like, what happened? Mm-hmm. And it's crazy. Like, it's wild. And it's like, for me, one of the, one of the coolest things. And this is like, this is one of the things that I think is really important. Like, for me, when I first experience and we talked about this briefly but it's like when I first experienced prolapse or like knew that I had it I had so much fear and shame that like well fuck great now I'm broken here and like now I have this stupid fucking thing that I have to yeah. heal and like why the hell did this happen to me etc 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 is there something wrong with me mm-hmm. all of that dialogue and all of those feelings and all of that stuff came up a lot and then I thankfully like after feeling that um I allowed myself to shift in this place of like I know that this is I have I'm experiencing this for a reason Mm -hmm. because everything we experience is for a reason Mm -hmm. um and I I am excited for everything that I will learn and have been learning from this and also like it has opened up so many different things for me in really great ways Mm -hmm. so it's like it's now become this like barometer of my Mm well-being overall so like I if I'm getting tired or stressed or I've been doing too much that's when I'll start to feel it the most I'll start to feel like some of the symptoms because typically at this point um for the most part exception being the last couple of weeks because there's some something 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 going on um fucking universally I don't know why but (laughs) Uh, when you listen to this in like a month's time, <laughs> remember fondly the month of April yeah. and the fuckery that was the month of April. Amazing, amazing things, but also like weird fucking heavy shit going on too. And like very much, I feel very, 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 very much that, that we're in this season of old wounds coming up. Mm. And this ties in very much with what you've been experiencing in the last mm. fucking eight hours or yeah. whatever it's been. Um, but anyway, like, th- this has become this really cool barometer for me where it's, like, typically I'm a- asymptomatic in the sense that, like, I don't usually have the heaviness and stuff unless I'm really, really tired, I've overtaxed myself, or I've, like, I don't know, been carrying a Lexus or something a little bit too long, or I've had, like, been on the couch with Fallon for extenuous amounts of time like just endless which has been the last three weeks Mm because she's cutting four teeth 
um, where I'm like not in the ideal position. I'm not doing all the things. So what's neat is like I now have this this very tangible thing that I can check in with where I'm like, ooh, I need rest. Yeah. I need rest. Yeah. I need to go inward. I need to shut down. I need to stop holding people. I need to like do me. So I've been really grateful in that sense where it's like I have this very tangible thing mm-hmm. that I can't ignore. Mm-hmm. And then the other some of the other ways that it's gifted me things is like I've always known I have always known that energy has an effect on our physical body and vice versa. Like you can also use your physical body to shift energy, Mm -hmm. which is really cool too. Different episode. But I have not that I can recall. Have I ever had a point where, or anything that I can like have that concrete proof. Right. Right. So with this, first of all, it was like that traumatic experience Mm. that caused it. So it's like I had this traumatic experience. Uh, I had, up to that point, I had stopped bleeding for like a full 24 hours, had that traumatic encounter and was like covered in blood. Um, And I had this like new heaviness and it like, I described it, I had a Reiki session like afterwards and I described it as like, it felt like my womb had gotten ripped out of me and that somebody had stabbed me in the heart at the same time. So it was like this, it was like the floor was taken out of me. And then it also like that particular instance, like that traumatic instance didn't only affect me, but it affected my entire like support network Mm -hmm. where it like specifically tore apart the support network that I thought I was going to have, um, during my postpartum time that I was relying on. And we ended up having to have like these sobbing hard conversations with a whole, which with a few different people and other things. And so it like, it essentially like my community, which like root sacral chakra, like community security, um, sexuality, creation, mother, like all of that, like it, it literally felt like it completely dissolved. And so I had lost this foundation support system or that's what it felt like and all of my shit got fucked up and then I was dealing with this thing and I was like, whoa. But what was really interesting is I had to see this person again. I knew I had to see this person again, but I had three weeks between like when this happened and when I had to see them again. Three weeks, two weeks, something like that. Mm. And I had stopped bleeding again. Had no problems. And I think I had stopped bleeding after like four days or something at this point. The second I saw them, I, out of nowhere, was covered in blood again. I was like, whoa. Whoa. But it was like this fucking tangible, visceral, like there's no way that I can deny the the energetic and emotional effect that this encounter and this person is having on my physical body because of the trauma that they inflicted. How fu- like how fucked is that? But also really cool. It's fuck and yes, cool that in that your vagina, your vulva, your pussy, your yoni is one of the most probably the most powerful right? part of the female body. Right, and that's what this person intentionally went to disempower. <sighs> like fuck, fuck man, fuck, fuck, right. Which I like, I feel like we could scroll off on a whole like, I, I know. Assault and like this I, and like I'm the patriarchy. I might be just. 
I'm really trying not to. <laughs> I know, right? But I could feel it. I'm like, oh, the cogs is turning. We'll put a pin in yeah, that one. <laughs> but I, I, so one of the things for me, which I would definitely recommend to you, I think right now you kind of have to deal with this, like, and again, this is just me feeling the things and speaking from whatever I'm feeling. Speak, empath, speak. <laughs> um, I feel like you're in this space where you kind of have to let things out. Yeah. So one thing for me, though, that was really helpful is I, Andrea McKee from Bedford Acupuncture, godsend of a woman. Like, if you have anything going on in your body, go see her. She is, like, literal witch. Um... She has helped me with so many things, but prolapse specifically. Because um, in the beginning, my my symptoms were quite intense. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't have a very large bulge or anything. Like, I was diagnosed with, like, a grade one, which is, like... I guess that's what right? I have. Like, no, no, no big deal. Um, feels like a big fucking deal. Yeah. It feels weird. Right? But, but no big deal in the grand scheme of, like, where this yeah. could be. So I... Um, went to see her because I was experiencing like so much discomfort, so much fullness, so much heaviness and like all of this instability and like all the constipation things that were happening. Cause I was so scared about all this stuff and this like unintentional holding that I was doing. Cause I was like, things are going to fall out of me. Oh my God. Yeah, all the time, which doesn't that. help. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't help. Gotta relax too. Really important. Um, I started seeing her and what she was doing like to treat prolapse, which is really cool because it's all acupuncture is all energetic based medicine is reverting the flow of energy. Like that's what we were actively trying to do. And it's like when I was talking to Bahia when she was on and we did that episode, we were talking about like how I've been experiencing this like weird disconnect with energy um, where it's like things just go down and out. Like they're not, they're not, doing what they typically do, which is, like, come from the top and meet in the middle and then come from the bottom up and meet in the middle. So it's, like, I feel like, for me, a big part of it is this, like, the trauma happened, things fell out, and, like, now it's this I need to heal in a way that this energy can, like, remerge and come back. But you, I feel like, are actively processing trauma that's been stuck for a long time. So there, there needs to be this, like, opening and letting out. Process. That's weird because that's all I've been be able to. That's all I've been able to concentrate on for the last couple of weeks. My meditations and like visions is letting go, mm. like this control, this power, and I, I I can just feel it in my pussy. Like mm. I can just, it's tangible, and I'm dying to let it out. Right. And now I have a prolapse. And you're terrified to let it out now because you're like, what I'm if everything terrified. comes out? Terrified. Like. Right. So maybe I need to go see Andrea. <laughs> But maybe not yet, because that's, like, her whole thing and how she's going to treat is, like, reverting the energy inward. And I feel like that's not... I feel like there's something that needs to come out first. Maybe I need... Do you know what I mean? Back. Yeah. <laughs> but do you know, like, does that... Does no, that, that at all? Yeah, no, that, that lands. That, that definitely lands. And again, like, lands. I don't know what it is. I'm totally, like, mm. speaking from whatever is going, like, heart is, like, you need to... This is... Which is weird because I, I don't normally do this, <laughs> but I've been like tapping into this way more since like Bahia did this to me. Um, she's like, you're clear sentient. And I'm like, everything makes sense. And now I can speak from this truth. Uh, thanks, bitch. Seriously, though. Um, anyway, that's just, that's just like what I'm, I would, I would, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, but Andrea, 
Great. Yeah. So it's like, and again, with her, it's like every time I went in and had a treatment with her, it's not like I had a treatment and suddenly this bulge was gone, but I would have a treatment with her. And for like, in the beginning, uh, I think I saw her about eight times over the span of four to five months, four months, something like that. Mm-hmm. But it's, um, the first few times it's like she would treat me and then for like 24 hours I was almost asymptomatic like it was wild like all of my symptoms were like alleviated and then it would happen again because it's like for me I feel like there's this there was this like foundation thing that was Mm. taken so it's like my body couldn't maintain this Mm -hmm. lifting again just kind of interpreting what I'm feeling (laughs) and then those that period of time kept getting longer and longer and longer and longer and longer apart so it was really really cool because again it was like this tangible like whoa energy Mm-hmm. Whoa, energy, mm-hmm. right? So it's like it's crazy. It's it's like, what? A... Crazy. Fuck. We yeah. could talk about this for a <laughs> I know. This is why I'm like, we're gonna have so many prolapse episodes because we could talk about this for a thousand years. I could. Yeah. I. Uh, yeah. And we will. It's gonna come up so much. But it's. Mm-hmm. I think that the other thing that I wanted to share. That's yes. Please. The other thing that we're gonna end this on a real really good high note. note. Real fucking high note. Um. So one of the things that prolapse I firmly believe has gifted me is something that I've been actively after, interestingly, like since having Fallon, uh, probably before then too, but it was more, it felt like the white whale before then. Like it felt like, oh, it's just something some girls can do. Yeah. Right? Hmm. Ha! Myth busted wide open. Ah, uh, I can now squirt, and it's really fucking exciting, oh and Sarah's God. face is, like, the best. <laughs> so, for the first time in my life, um, I squirted in the last week. Amazing. It was, less, it was just, it's been, like, less than a week, yeah. hasn't it? Yeah, so the first time in my life, I fucking squirted, and it was, like, the most soul-changing moment, and it was really, like... It was, it was fucking amazing. Like, it was fucking amazing. But what's really cool is, like, since having this prolapse, the few times that we have had sex have been, like, mind-numbingly good. Yeah. But also, I have this, like, new feeling. Like, it's easier for, to access my G-spot and, like, my skein's glands. And I think it's literally because there's, like, a slight weight on them. So they're, like, they're just more accessible right now. Yeah. So I'm, like... Prolapse, not the greatest. However, yeah. However, I'm really enjoying this one pretty sweet aspect of it, um, because I think it really helped me squirt. Well, like I like I was saying to you when you when you were saying you know I think you have better access to your G spot. I've been noticing for the last few months because I've probably had this prolapse it's probably been leading up to this for a while because I've been doing a lot of work on myself for nine ten months but but in that time Ollie and I have been having incredible sex and it's so easy for him to get to the Mm -hmm. g-spot like just the other night he was fingering me like come hither yeah Mm. and like it was in a weird position Mm. but as soon as he started doing it like like, usually I don't get off on fingering I'm just like yeah like like, it takes a while don't fucking stop I I was so disappointed that he stopped. He stopped because he came because I was giving him a BJ and so then you punch him in the face. No, <laughs> I'm kidding, Ollie. I love you. I don't want you to get face punched. However, what the fuck? But yeah, you don't stop until she's done, <laughs> or tells you otherwise. 
for all men listening, or women that are with other women, but I feel like you would know this as a woman. Uh, yeah. But again, I'm just yeah. generalizing because I have never been with a woman. That's actually not entirely true. That's a different episode. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that right? piece of like knowledge. It's, it's like yes, right. And I mean, birth birth in itself does amazing things for like unlocking your vagina's pleasure potential. It does. Like a, my my sex greatly improved with both of my births. Same. Um, but in different ways. I mean, it didn't in the sense that like I had zero libido, my vagina was dry and things were heavy and I was like, I'm going to have sex again. Mm. Um, but now that I am starting to feel the warmth and the fire, um, thank you herbalists. You're also (laughs) amazing. So bloom Institute, you should go there too. Uh, this is like a, a a revisit from the cannabis. Was it cannabis? No, it was the astrology, astrology, astrology one where I said that I went to them and they blew my mind and yeah, they also have been blowing my pussy. So fucking great. Um, I'm really excited to get the den to a hundred people. So then Bahia can blow into my pussy (laughs) with some stuff. Cause I'm like, I, yeah, it's like, it just keeps getting better, but it's still like just slowly coming back. And it's like, and it just feels like, it just very much feels like it's time. Like there's this big shifting happening. Mm -hmm. Um, especially with me where it's like something's something's ready to start coming back and mm-hmm. it's really it's very exciting it's really happy <laughs> i'm so excited for you thank you fuck yeah but yeah so i like i do you want to know like i do i was just gonna ask well, i was gonna say do you want to know or should we go on a live in the den and do the full story let's do that so then everyone that's listening yeah. to us now that's like fuck no i want to know all the details <laughs> i want to know all the dirty delicious details of like how you squirted what it was like and like the den, bitch where where it happened and like what were the kids doing because that plays into the story and it's really good uh yeah you're gonna have to go to the den you're gonna have to go to the den and the link is in the description always it's free it's for you it's the best place to go in but um with that the main thing that i think we want to drive home is a we need to talk about prolapse we need to be talking about prolapse we need to be informing ourselves um there's so many different avenues of healing available when it comes to prolapse. Mm-hmm. There's so many different avenues of like understanding prolapse. Mm-hmm. Um, School yourself on it. Do the right? research. Start, start reading. And we're going to help with that. We're going to do a lot of help with that. We're going to have some people in. We're going to have like conversations going on about prolapse in the den. And if you do have prolapse, I want to hear from yes. you. We want to hear from you. We want to hear yeah. your stories. We want to hear what's going on. I mean, I'm we a want, baby in this. I, right? I want to absorb. But like we want to know what's been really helpful for you. What are some of the things that have been great I, I thought we were gonna get into like posture and all of these other things and steaming and stuff yeah. on this specific episode but clearly we're gonna have to talk about this a whole bunch of different times um which we so will keep, so keep listening keep listening keep tuning in um and the other thing is like if you are experiencing prolapse you're not broken there's nothing wrong with your vagina there's nothing wrong with your vagina there's nothing wrong with you you're going through a period of healing and that's okay right She's pointing at me and nodding. I'm absorbing this because I earlier today was saying there's something wrong with my vagina right. and I need to correct that. So yeah. I'm absorbing that. There's just, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong. You're in a period of healing and it's, it's okay to be in these like transitionary healing periods. And I mean, I had to tell myself that so many times, um, in the beginning and I'm, I'm again, it's becoming one of those things that like, as much as I don't want anyone to experience this. I'm grateful for the experience and everything that I'm learning from it and how it's been changing my life and directing my life with 
yeah. like what we're doing here. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it does have some gifts for you, like maybe squirting. Maybe that's maybe that's the gift that you get from the prolapse. Uh, and prolapse is not the end. Prolapse is not the end, right? It's like no. the beginning of something. Yeah. I think that's what's really important too, because I know I felt like it was the end for a while. I was like, well, fuck. I did the day after I suspected it. Like the day of, I was indifferent. And the day after, I was really mopey and really negative. But now I kind of feel like there's this is the stepping stone to something larger mm-hmm. in my life. Something that I'm going to, it's going to unlock something for me. Well, it actively already is. Right? Like, what am I doing, bitch? Yeah. <laughs> let us, let us. Um, but yeah, so. Get your buns in the den. Let's continue the conversation. Thank you so fucking much for listening. We have so much gratitude and love for every single one of you that listens to this, that shares with your friends, that tells your mom, that like gives your iPad to your aunt so she can listen or whatever it is you're doing. Because like y'all are our like pussy pack and our street team and like we can't, we can't do this without you. We can't get into the hands and the ears of the people that need this most without you word of mouth is so valuable and you just tuning in and sharing and like shouting from the fucking hilltops (laughs) means the world to us so thank you keep doing it keep showing up keep doing you keep touching your pussy keep investigating your pussy uh and keep it fucking juicy friends yes